I'm delighted to welcome here today Rosie Tompkins. Rosie is the founder of the Natural Capital Consultancy and author of Instinctive, an inspirational book that introduces us to better ways of leading and delivering in today's competitive environment. Rosie specializes in working with business leaders to help them to unlock the power of the natural world and through this to give themselves strength and confidence. Rosie, welcome and thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you, Nicola. My pleasure. So the book was launched in February. Yeah, just before lockdown. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) And I was having a look at some of the reviews. I've highlighted three. I I just want to uh, bring those up if I may. One was a comment about a chapter in the book on boundaries and marking territory. Mm-hmm. And this individual said, as a self-professed people pleaser, I'm always finding myself saying yes to work and I don't really want to do or have the time for, etc. Um, learning how to flex your muscles was a really insightful part of the book and I'll be certainly taking this with me. Can I just ask you, the the point that individual's making in the book, was that linked directly to Uh, your focus around taking inspiration from nature? Yes, all the points that I use in the book are used, you know, are inspired by nature. And I tend to try to um, bring a story in about nature in the wild, not in the domestic sense, but in the wild. And that particular um, review refers to uh, the boundaries that we have to um, create in our, our day-to-day lives and is very, very pertinent right now um, from, you know, working at home and creating boundaries and how important it is to protect yourself by creating these boundaries. And animals do that in the wild all the time. So as you know, they're territorial, uh, some of them. So for example, at the moment, I've got some robins in my garden who are creating a very clear boundary of what what's their territory and where their kind of expertise lies. But they basically, even though they're very, very small, they've created a very clear boundary and, you know, literally uh, cross it if you dare. <laughs> So, yes, everything that I talk about, you know, I've been able to over the last kind of 10 years of my work to link directly with what happens in the natural world. So looking at another review, it says the book deals with animal behaviours that we do not use in business or in life generally, that we should be observing and imitating, including unspoken communication, sensible use of energy and reactions to stress, disconnection versus collaboration, courage, disengagement and commitment and that you draw on many examples from the animal kingdom to illustrate these points. Horses, hares, ducks, wolves, bees, hedgehogs, even hummingbirds are apparently among the lineup. So I just want to ask you on that point, this unspoken communication. How can the average person tap into what's inside this unspoken communication? 
how can someone who perhaps isn't especially connected to the natural world or to animals benefit from this insight that they have to share with us? I just thought I'd ask that because I know that some people are highly sensitive and this would be innate, something that they would do naturally. But many people in the world of business aren't. Have you got any advice or thoughts on on that one? Yes. um, As you know, at the moment, we have the most wonderful wildlife programs on television. And, um, you know, Sir David Attenborough creates these incredible um, films about wildlife. And for me, it's uh, literally, I take those kind of examples and I use them as anchors in my mind. Um, But I also uh, look out of my window. And it's about just being aware and basically understanding. So for example, um, I often say, let nature be your compass. Um, And I use the story of the sandhill cranes. Uh, Often we see birds flying over in the sky above wherever we're living. Um, And with sandhill cranes, it's a great example of leadership because they're quite large birds and yet they fly huge distances. So they um, take on quite a, 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 you know, in terms of business, a a large trajectory. Um, They choose leaders who can uh, handle turbulence to put in the front, but they rotate leadership so that in companies and businesses, when you are leading from the front, you can become exhausted. In fact, the average life of a kind of CEO is about four and a half years. Um, So we need to learn something from nature about burnout and how animals don't allow themselves to become burnt out. Um, They do that, as I say, by rotating leadership and there's no ego. So, you know, if they are getting exhausted, they will swap uh, leadership positions and they literally support each other by making a lot of noise. So I don't know if you've ever seen them, the, the great honking noise is a kind of supportive um, sound that they make. Um, and the same, as I say, all these things can be just going back to uh, in the book, I talk about a cheetah, a cheetah, um, obviously in the wild, um uh, can work hard for a period, um, but then gives itself a proper rest. And what I think maybe we're doing right now in our work, um, we're, we're almost working night and day, or some of some people are. They're working harder at home than they are actually in their workplace, and this will, you know, bring burnout, um, and the product your productivity will drop, and it will increase that dramatic turn. Uh, uh, that, incre- that the stress levels in, in, in will increase dramatically. So um, we can learn from the cheetah that they learn to a multi-level recovery system where they sprint, break, sprint, break, and they take time to recover before they uh, move on again. Yes, fascinating. And I'd just like to pick up this point about fear and stress because there's research starting to come out indicating that mental health issues are massive Mm -hmm. right now all over the world. Can I just ask you, what in nature could people tune into, an animal or a plant or whatever it is, to help them deal with this fear, stress, even panic, how we're all going to get through this. 
Okay, so again, um, I believe that one of the strongest stories I use it for myself is the story of um, some wild elephants in Zambia. And um, it's all about standing in your own power right now. Um, you have to be reliant on your own natural intelligence. And these elephants in Zambia, um, little did they know, but um, a hotel chain decided to, buy, to literally build a five-star hotel in Zambia during the February of one year. And they built this beautiful hotel with swimming pools and lovely, beautiful foyer uh, in the hotel. And in the autumn of that year, this wild uh, troop of elephants were en route to their uh, native feeding grounds, which was the mango trees. And this hotel had been literally built in their path. Um, so what was absolutely fascinating to me was that they, they just walked straight through the hotel. Um, they did no damage. Um, they just continued on their route to the mango trees. And that now has become a kind of ecotourism uh, that people go there each year to see these wild elephants walking through the hotel foyer um, on their route to the mango trees. So again, I use that to kind of as an anchor for myself and hopefully it'll be helpful to others uh, that if you stand in your power and keep going regardless and believe, you know, that you will get there, that you can trust your natural in in intelligence and that the answers will come and that you have everything inside of you in order that will get you to the to the the result you desire so you talk about nq or natural intelligence and over the years we've had a focus on for example uh, ei and emotional intelligence yeah uh, there was a time when there was a lot of talk about spiritual intelligence yeah do you think that in this period where the natural world has, in a sense, had the world to themselves, uh, because we have all been in this lockdown, and at a time where people are more aware than ever about the important natural presence outside and the animals and nature beings and so on, that when we all emerge, there'll be perhaps a greater appreciation and understanding with natural intelligence, a greater willingness to identify with the sort of metaphors you're putting forward at the moment. Um, but my my reason and my passion is around leadership and for me, leadership, we all know, we talk about IQ all the time in leadership. Uh, we talk about EQ, as you rightly said, and SQ. Um, but for me, when we talk about communication in business, uh, we often say that communication, the experts tell us, is 90% nonverbal. So my view of this is if we, why are we concentrating on the 10% of the verbal communication when we're being given such a wealth of information in a different way. Um, so my kind of passion and my kind of um, desire is to move that kind of leadership from a three-legged stool of the IQ, EQ, SQ into a four-legged chair, which will then include natural intelligence. And by combining all these intelligences, it will give us our, our best leadership um, that we, well, be, we become the best leaders that we can be. 
So I'm, I'm very hopeful that this terrible time that we're all going through will give us a, a chance to look at leadership from a completely different perspective and really look at how we can concentrate on energetic awareness, um, the vital messages that we are given through, as I say, that nonverbal communication and take back control of ourselves in order to flourish. What a good point. Can you share with our audience any advice, hints or tips for people who are wanting to harness natural intelligence to improve their leadership skills? Yes, well, I did mention earlier that um, I want uh, letting nature be your compass is one of the hints, I would say. Um, understanding the energy, uh, standing in your power, which we said earlier. Um, but I really want people to understand that we are not in nature and that we are nature. And again, that nature is very inclusive. Uh, we need connection. And also nature is a constant so it can become the most incredible anchor uh, when we're going through difficult times. And we really need to, in my opinion, um, get out of our heads and come to our senses more um, so that we don't lose the connection that we desperately need as a human race. We have 400,000 years of leadership, um, evolution pre-installed in our own DNA. And that's not just people who lead businesses. That's people who are leading their lives. Everybody has the ability to tap into that um, evolution um, leadership within us. And it's just a question of believing in it and unlocking it. And my work is all around giving people confidence to lead and to, uh, to, to actually understand what they're here to do. Can you talk a little bit more about the DNA? Are you saying that it's intrinsically in our DNA and to a degree the natural world activates that or expand a bit more on that point yeah. if you wouldn't mind well if we you know we are obviously the dna is installed in us else we wouldn't be on the planet if we hadn't have been the best leaders possible mankind would not have survived so we have to remember that all of us have this within our dna this leadership ability to to know what's right to know what the answers are and we need to trust it more and unfortunately, as, uh, you know, life has gone on, we've, st we started to cover these things up. We, by education, by, we, we are covering up our natural decision making processes. So my view is that we, we're using natural intelligence all the time. Um, so for example, um, I often use the idea that a friend of mine who's a doctor, uh, was struggling with a, a patient with mental health issues who was becoming slightly distressed. And she was actually uh, wondering how to handle the situation when the door opened in walked a nurse who immediately sang a song. Um, that nurse was using her own natural intelligence to know what was appropriate at the time in that moment. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying let that come up let that surface right now and really trust that you have the answers uh, uh, within you so intuition trusting one's intuition and deeper sense deeper wisdom perhaps yes it's a kind of combination of 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 
positive use of instincts and insights and perceptions. And again, you know, those multiple intelligences. So not just saying here that uh, NQ or natural intelligence is the only thing to have, but it needs to be combined with IQ, EQ and SQ. Um, So again, to give you an example, um, I don't know whether you remember the Hudson River landing with um, Captain Sullenberger. Um, it's about 10 years ago now. He uh, got into difficulties on takeoff in an aeroplane going from LaGuardia in New York. And he was being given information in lots of different ways. Intellectually, um, he was being told that he must return to the airport and land back at LaGuardia. Um, his, all his intelligence were engaged and his NQ, his natural intelligence was also, um, telling him something different. And he chose to follow that and he landed the plane on the Hudson River. Very famous uh, story about landing that plane on the Rids- uh, Hudson River and saving 155 lives. So I'm saying not, not to exclude all the intelligences, but to add one into the pot, which will help us to become the best decision makers and the best leaders that we can be. Rosie, can I ask you, as we conclude, in your personal journey at this challenging time, what are you turning to for navigation, for steering through all this uncertainty what's inspiring you what's helping you the most so i look at a a statement from buckminster fuller uh it's a statement or a, a quote and he asked the question what is my job on the planet right now what is it that needs doing that i know something about and that probably won't happen unless i take responsibility for it so um for your hopefully for your listeners you know that's a very strong call to action it's kind of stepping up to the chalice you know to actually what is my job on the planet what needs doing and what do i need to take responsibility for very appropriate i read that on wikipedia once i was researching him and i i remember that I don't quite recall what he went on to do, but I know he made a big difference or he wouldn't have had a page on Wikipedia, amongst other things. But I think that will certainly resonate with everyone. Rosie, thank you so much for your time today. It's been extremely interesting. Uh, Just as a reminder, Rosie is the author of Instinctive. This was launched in February Uh, You can get it on Amazon. Is that right, Rosie? Yes, it is. It's on Amazon. The Power of Natural Intelligence. Instinctive. Yeah. 